Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers were presented by Progressive Insurance. Are you not entertained? What a great weekend for sports. I guess I can't dwell all show on uh, Nestor Cortez and his 12 strikeouts in five innings, but, you know. No. That had happened to, oh, no, Yankees lefty, little little guy. Um, Guys, we're asking on the the line today, because we got so much to get to, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. What move would you like to see this offseason? Okay? What move in the NFL would you like to see this offseason? But first, we begin. With... I'm saying hello. Hello. Good hello. morning, hello. Keyshawn. Hello. Hello. How was your weekend? Oh, we just got so much to get to. I'm sorry, guys. No, I like How was your weekend? It. it was Easter. It was great. A lot of food. <laughs> a lot of yes, clogged toilets was... a lot of, a lot of And Passover, at my Key, house. how was the Seder? Yeah, how was your Seder, Key? Yeah. It was great. We, we, uh... You use a traditional Haggadah, or do you do a, a secular Haggadah? Or what no, do you do? know what that traditional. is. Traditional Haggadah. Yeah. Got it, got it. Way to pick one. 50% chance. We did it on We did it on Saturday. <laughs> we did it on Saturday. Uh, I, I can't. Did you, your yes. kids paint eggs or anything on Easter? What'd you do? Yeah, it's just my, my daughter gets afraid of the really big Easter bunny. I don't. It, they're too big. Yeah, he can't walk around with six five Easter bunnies. What's yeah. going on? It's frightening. Yeah, it's a lorry. It feels like you're on LSD or something. Like what's going on? <laughs> what? It's it's crazy. What the hell's wrong? Sometimes it's, man, six five Easter bunnies. It's not realistic. Well, Sometimes. I, I Max got a tan again and just hung out. And, <laughs> you know, hung out in the beautiful sunshine. Hung out with my family, mm. Jay, my nephew. You, Jay, you think the Easter bunny's scary? Just wait till the guy shows up at your door for Passover and drinks the empty glass. Drinks Elijah one. Elijah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You think your kids are scared of the Easter bunny? God just shows up. Prophet just shows up and drinks the wine. In, in, in your seder, you're supposed to leave a, a, a glass of wine and the door open for Elijah, the prophet, who's a ghost who comes in. And the idea is to invite. That's, that's really scary. The idea yeah, is that idea, the, wow, is tell that, your kids it, it, the spirit of 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 <laughs> helping other people and inviting people in is part of Passover. So what happens when the wine is still there? Well, I mean, you it know. never is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evan, it never is. Evan, the, the prophet Elijah. Uh, Evan, you know, sometimes I do feel like our people could, like, we could have a holiday that doesn't involve reading and debating, and can we just paint just an egg once eggs. in a while? I mean, yeah. Max, that's what you're worried about. I just want a holiday where I don't have to give up food for an entire day or bread for an entire week. Like, well, let's that, be honest. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, Max hasn't practiced in years. Go ahead, yeah. Max. I'm no, no. I'm I'm a uh, I'm a secular, secular, secular. That means we interpret it all, uh, you know, secularly. All right, look, it's time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Have we said hello and good morning enough? Yes, we have a lot to get to. Um, guys, what I just saw. What, what, oh my God, that was a great, great game, Jay Key. Um, but. Key, I, I want to start with you. Your biggest takeaway from the first weekend of these NBA playoffs was what? It's got to be James Harden. I know there's a lot of great plays and players and games this weekend, but it's got to be James Harden. I mean, it, it, going into the playoffs, the question mark was, is he going to be able to do it? What are we going to see? Are we going to see the late season James Harden? Or are we going to see the guy just blow past people through the center court? He gave you 15 assists. He was 4-7 from 3, you know, 22 points. Four. It, it just So when you just look at the way he was playing, it looked like James Harden. Um, 
I got to tell you, I, I get it. I, I got to tell you, Anthony Edwards and John Morant, and this has already got buried under other games in your mind. Like, was that the Celtics? No, that I, that thing was a slugfest. And, and the fact that, that Minnesota gets the win in game one against a superior team. Like Carl Anthony Towns was excellent, but Anthony Edwards, that's the guy when I talk about Ja, 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 you know, compare him to Luka and everything. But Edwards is that, really? They've taken him first overall. They really like the upside. But it was, his shot was so pure from outside early. And then as the game progressed, took it inside and showed off that, that athletic ability. Ja was doing his thing too, but... But the Ant-Man, like, to me, that's the question among the young, athletic, high-ceiling guys in the NBA going forward who aren't, like, six foot six plus. Those two guys are the guys to keep your eye on. They're playing each other right now. one nothing, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Ant-Man had a, a crazy game. I, I would say mine was the headline game, and that was Jason Tatum gets the best of Kevin Durant. Like, Jason Tatum was the better player. Guarding Kevin Durant almost every other possession – and then having 31 points and finishing with a game-winning, acrobatic, time-sensitive shot. I mean, catching the ball from Marcus Smart, Kyrie Irving stepping up for a charge, catching the ball, implementing a spin move with ballet toes, and literally finishing at the rim with .3 seconds, .2 seconds to close out the game was just a sensational finish to the best game of the first opening weekend, in my and, opinion. And, and- Jalen Brown, like the egos are all fitting together well, even like the way because he was in on that play and the way the ball moves with that team. And the fact that usually when you see an ice, a young ISO scorer like Jason Tatum, the ball doesn't move so easily with him. But it does. It's like it's like he doesn't have to stop. Think about what he wants to do. It's happening automatically. And you would have thought, I mean, look, Kyrie was having a phenomenal game. And I go back to me saying he was the best offensive player in the league. I think that was on display yesterday for millions of people watching that game. I still believe he should have taken the last shot. He got around Al Horford for that three, but he decided to pass the ball to KD. But still, the antics is what made this game incredible. Kyrie going back to Boston, dealing with all the fans is what made this a real show. You want to hear from Kyrie after the game because he talked about going back and forth with fans. Mm-hmm. Here's Kyrie at the post-game presser. Look, I, I mean, I'm I'm just where I'm from. You know, I'm used to all these antics and people being close nearby. Um, you know, it's nothing new when I come into this building what it's going to be like. But it's the same energy they have for me, and I'm gonna have the same energy for them. And it's not every fan. I don't want to attack every fan, every Boston fan. But um, you know, when people start yelling. And you and all this stuff is but so much you can take uh, as a competitor and um, you know we're the ones expected to be docile and be humble and take a humble approach nah, f- that's the playoffs this is what it is you know I, I've, I know what to expect in here and it's the same energy I'm giving back to them okay so that makes well, agree or disagree and there's stuff in there I like and stuff in there I'm like uh, it, it makes the, sense right what's the stuff you don't like the I don't same, like it all, actually. I get, yeah, I'm, the, I'm just all because here's here's the issue: the same energy they're giving me, I'm going to give it back to them. I get it, except that you're not paying to go watch them play. Like every if they cross the line, matter. they cross you're, the you're line. Help, you're matter, you're helping me just get to my best frame of mind. Yeah, doesn't it, matter. It, it does when you flip off fans. But man, so don't, don't, you're not going to talk crazy so to me, no matter. I agree. I said if they cross the line, he said they cross the line. But but no one knows what the fans are saying. Everyone can see what you're. No, he he knows what the fans are saying. That's why he reacted the way he reacted. You don't react like that. 
just because Max Agreed. is sitting on the court. But that's why maybe Max you want to say something. something negative. Right. Maybe to you want to say something instead of flipping them off because yeah. no one knows no, what you say. Everyone I don't can care see about you flipping that. them off. I, I, just, I don't I, care about that. I'm one of these guys. I don't look at Kyrie Irving as a role model for my kids. That's me as a parent. Right. And so when I see all this stuff online, well, oh, this guy, great role model. I'm like, well, how about the guys who are yelling the crazy stuff behind Kyrie with kids in front of him, too? Like, exactly. so I, I get the middle finger that Kyrie, maybe that, that to some people that goes too far. But if people were engaging in that and that gets him to a place where he drops thirty nine, then let him do his Kyrie Irving thing. I, I get it. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't care about I don't care about his thirty nine points. What I do care about what I do care about is when you disrespectful to me. Nice. And there's no just because you pay money to go to the damn stadium, Max. You're not gonna talk to me crazy. I'm I, a grown ass man too. I agree with that. That we're having a, we're we're arguing something else, but we can continue it because there's much more. Whatever you think of that, whether you agree or disagree, it makes sense. But maybe not everything Kyrie said does make sense. Mm. <laughs> we we got to that's, that's what that's, that's the only thing I was that's trying true. to say. But <laughs> we will get there. We will get there. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, because we, we will continue this conversation and hear more from Kyrie. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. If I play pretty good defense, then I'm going to be good on offense. See my earring? It's dancing. I see that, yeah. <laughs> if you get a win tonight, that would breed confidence going into those next four games against teams in the similar spots beside you in the table. Where are you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. It's tough. Oh. I want to learn how to talk like that. But ask your question again. I was too much listening to your accent. <laughs> Anthony Edwards having a good time. <laughs> so I've been trying to tell you guys the whole time, Key, and I don't know why you're not buying into it. Alan Yates, our producer, and I, you know, we're watching basketball late nights, and him and I are texting, like, yo, this dude, personality-wise, Anthony Edwards is like a baby Keyshawn to me. Like, the, crazy, the things he says to people – after games, like even after they, they beat Memphis, a reporter was asking him, well, how, how does it feel your first playoff experience? He's like, playoff? Like, th- this is like a regular season game to me. I approach it like a regular season game. What do you want from me? They want me to tell you it's going to make me feel different? It was just like a regular season game. Like, it's just, it was the bravado. Don't you agree, Yates? The bravado, the energy. And like, and first off, he's hooping. He's balling. So he's a baller on top of having the personality. Yates, tell me I'm wrong. Nah, nah. Aside from him being a hooper, like just the way – he presents himself, the realness in his answers. It's it's just like Key would be if Key was a hooper in 2022. Thank you. See, he don't Key, like to hear it, but 
He gonna he gonna come around eventually. Key, you need choice. to buy into this. Key, this is this is mini you out here. I don't. I'm not buying. Not buying into anything. I don't listen to my own press conferences though. <laughs> but so, you know who you are. You don't need to listen to your I just own press. Say conferences. what I say, and it flows how it flows. If you compare it to Anthony Edwards, I'm all good with it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just you know. When you I'm say, flattered, Jay. Thank you. When you say <laughs> mini, he is six four. They're like the same height. <laughs> yeah, but he's. Twenty years old. He is twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it would like, be a little more like baby instead of mini. Yeah, baby, baby key. Now, no, now he, key. he probably got great. Uh, he got great personality. There's no question about it. Um, I don't. I, it's hard to compare my personality to somebody else's. It's, you know, it's that's for you to do, man. It's not for me to do. I'm that's just what he's doing. That's a, I'm just. Talking. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's for them to do. They want me to buy in, though. Yeah, cause, well, yeah, because we want you, we want you to embrace this. This is your I'm new thing. I'm fine with it. Every, I, no, I want you whatever. to. Oh, I want you to love it, Key. I don't want you to be fine with it. <laughs> uh, I really care about. It. We're okay. I'm fine with you. No, I want you to love me. That's what I want from oh. Baby Key. I want you and Baby Key to. I'm going to put you guys on a text message, and we're going to figure this relationship out. I need more of it. <laughs> It slipped out. I want you to love me. I want you to love that's, me. That's really what yes. Jay is asking for. That's, that's, what, that's what slipped I'm out for there. Freudian slip. undevoted love. <laughs> you've been it's in a, love before, such Jay. A, you've been in love before, Jay. Yeah. Jesus took a weird twist. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. He knows what the fans are saying. That's why he reacted the way he reacted. You don't react like that just because Max Agreed. is sitting on the court. But that's why maybe Max you want to say something. something negative. Right. Maybe you want to say something instead of flipping them off because yeah. no one knows no, what you're saying. I, I, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I'm one of these guys. I don't look at Kyrie Irving as a role model for my kids. That's me as a parent. Right. And so when I see all this stuff online, well, oh, this guy, great role model. I'm like, well, how about the guys who are yelling the crazy stuff behind Kyrie with kids in front of him? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And by the way, in terms of a role model, maybe you want your kids to not take that kind of stuff from people and stand up for themselves. So I'm not passing judgment on all that. I'm simply saying what Kyrie said, you could agree or disagree with it. Find stuff in there you like or don't like, but at least it makes sense. I, that's what I'm trying to find out. What don't you like about it, though? Well, what I'm he doesn't reading like the fact that the, he put the birds up. Yeah, no, nah, well, it, it depends. It was a but physical my, gesture. But really, that was really just an aside on the way to this. Whatever you think of it, you can make sense of it, right? Do we agree it makes straightforward sense what he said? Because yeah, but I'm still yeah, trying I'm to not, figure out what you don't like. Yeah, that's he, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think whatever you agree with it, you can make sense of it. Like, why would... It, <laughs> do you agree that there, might be, there may be people out there who are like, I don't like that, you know, you don't have to respond that way? Sure, because yeah, those people okay. have never yeah. been on the okay. court, never been called crazy names. Yeah. Nick Friedel... But whatever you think, it's straightforward. Nick Friedel. So, so okay. Here's here here's Kyrie on the back and forth with fans. Look, I, I mean, I'm I'm just where I'm from. You know, I'm used to all these antics and people being close nearby. Um, you know, it's nothing new when I come into this building. What it's going to be like, but it's the same energy they have for me, and I'm gonna have the same energy for them. And it's not every fan. I don't want to attack every fan, every Boston fan. But um, you know, when people start yelling. 
bitch and you and all this stuff. It's but so much you can take uh, as a competitor. And, um, you know, we're the ones expected to be docile and be humble and take a humble approach. Nah, that's the playoffs. This is what it is. You know, I, I've, I know what to expect in here, and it's the same energy I'm giving back to them. From a basketball standpoint, yeah. do you feel like the hostility you get? There's no hostility, bro. It's basketball. When you were flicking some people off, I'd say that's some hostility. From what? What, what point? Are you guessing that that's hostility? Or, like, well, hostility for me is, like, growing up. Well, we've never seen that from you this season where you are running down the floor flicking people off. This is the first time you actually caught it because it's a big-time game. I respond in different ways. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to focus on that. If you want to ask me questions about the fans, go ask them. Go on the street and ask them questions. All right? But I'm asking from your perspective, from a basketball perspective, do you feel like the hostility that you get? It's not hostility, fans, bro. Do you feel like the energy you get from fans in this building Embrace it. the best from you? Embrace it. Embrace it. It's the dark side. Embrace it. I, I, that's what I mean about making heads or tails. Like, when he says it's not hostility, Nick Friedel was saying the hostility of the fans. What would you say the fans are expressing if, if it brings that out of them other than hostility? I'm not going to sit up here and try to tell you there's not an element of Kyrie that tries to bog you down into semantics that prove that he's smarter than you. I give Nick Friedel a lot of credit that he wasn't able to get pinned into a corner, and he changed the terminology by saying, not hostility, then how about energy, right? He twisted it back into the words that Kyrie has used to get him to answer the question, which he did a hell of a job. Uh, for me, I, that's fine. Like, there's a part of Kyrie sometimes that I don't understand, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I can't understand everything that comes out of his mouth, Key, nor do I have time in my damn day to try to break it all down. But for me, like, it goes back to the point, though, about – I just get annoyed when people start creating these headlines about, well, this is Kyrie and he's a bad person, flipping people off. Like, So if you come into the game, I spoke to an NBA player yesterday, right, that played the night before, and that player told me, he's like, man, the things that fans were yelling to me were crazy. The things that kids were yelling to me that they were imitating their parents say were even crazier. He's like, I felt an urge to talk trash to a kid, and I was like, nah, don't go there. So – if, if, if it's happening one way, Key, how come fans can't handle it when it happens the other way? Like, why yeah. is it turning into a bigger thing when the player talks trash to fans back and then the player gets labeled this way, but, like, fans are like, well, I, I pay my money, I can boo anything I want to you, and you can't react, or unless you react, you're a bad person. You, you, you just think about it this way, Jay. You play professional basketball as well as collegiate basketball. And fans sometimes think they own you and they can say and do whatever they please because they pay to watch you perform. Um, that That's just the reality of it. And in today's world, whether he used his gesture with his fingers or he would have mouthed it, they're going to slow it down. They're going to break it down. They're going to bring in lip readers. <laughs> they're going to do true. all of that. So it doesn't matter how he approached it we will still arrive to the same point having a conversation after a, a loss to the Boston Celtics in which Kyrie Irving had a phenomenal game but yet and still had a small little confrontation with some fans. And let's just be glad it didn't turn out to be more than just that. You know, it, it, it's always occurred to me that athletes are not only one in a million, right, athletically, but we also demand that they're one in a million people. Like and and the question is, should you could still be a one in a million person and not take that kind of abuse sitting down, right, or lying down? 
that's perfectly fair to say, yes, it is that, that even in terms of being a role model, and you brought it up earlier, Jay, about being a role model, that the kind of role model that you want is, as Kyrie says, not a docile, take anything. And, no, you want maybe you want a role model for your kids. See that? He was getting abuse from this person, and he gave it right back to them. He stood up for himself. That's a legitimate point of view. It may, it may even win the day. My first college basketball game I went to, Villanova versus Georgetown. There was a kid named Eberts playing for Villanova. And, I, Key, I'm telling you, I sat about four rows away from the court. My dad got these great seats. And it was the first time I've ever heard people literally lambast a player, like yell crazy, absurd things. And he didn't respond, but I could tell it was piercing him as a person. I could tell, right? He was cracking. And it's funny, like, years later, you find yourself in that situation. For me, I would talk back to the fans in a low-key way because it brought the best out of me. It brought a different layer and level out of me. So for Kyrie, they're almost doing him a favor. Like, when they start doing this, like, he gets lost in it, and it helps his game elevate. Now, for KD, I don't know what that did for KD because he was nowhere to be found in the fourth quarter. Like, that's that's a bigger key. And the coaching aspect of this game – I'm gonna. We're gonna break this down eventually because Steve Nash got circles ran around him most of the game. All right, we're yeah. gonna get into that in 20 minutes. Key, I think Jay just made such a great point. Out there as a competitor, however you respond to it, your actual number one obligation is to try to win the game. If you, if 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 making some obscene gesture or whatever helps energize or juice you, it helps toward your ultimate. Then what can you really argue about? You're at work, and your job is to try to win. I, I, yeah, he Jay, didn't I think lose that's a focus, great point. clearly. I mean, he didn't lose focus, clearly. I mean, I don't think Kyrie needed that to fuel him because he's been balling ever since he's come back from his little bit of hiatus that he had. So, you know, I just – I hate to see when people – Jay listens and pays attention to that social media stuff, but I hate to see when people try to attack Kyrie for his antics – when you got grown adults sitting there paying good money to come to a game just to do that. This is Kijan J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance coming to you live from above the Heineken, uh, uh, sorry, from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. The Panthers seem to have the inside track for Baker Mayfield. Wait till you hear what Carolina's top wideout had to say about that. You thought Mike Tannenbaum was mean to Baker. (laughs) That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel. Lady, guys, you know, this is the season of mock drafts, right? Well, we got our own mock draft here at KJM. It starts Tuesday. 
Each day, four picks will be made by various callers or hosts from around the country. So, let's set this up. Tomorrow, the first four picks, Jacksonville, then Detroit, right? Then Houston, the Texans, and then the Jets. So, we're going to mix it up. We have Daniel Dopta from to do the Detroit's Lions. We have Alan Hahn for the Jets at two and four. But it's going to be you picking at one and three. So if you are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, you call in tomorrow and you have a shot to pick in our mock draft for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you're a Houston Texans fan, a lot of pressure, you call in and can pick for your team. 888-SAY-ESPN. Call in to pick for your team at 888-SAY-ESPN. 729-3776. Uh, That'll be fun. We did this last year. It's pretty cool how we did it and had the uh, reporters from each city give us their what they think that their team should should do or what they believe the team is going to do. I think this is this will be fun because the fans are following these mock drafts whether it's McShay or Kuyper, and they're following them along the way. And as Kuyper put out his last mock draft this past week before we get to the real stuff. Yeah, and no, no trades allowed in this mock draft. And by the way, I just want to be very clear. You call in now. We're going to play your pick tomorrow. But you call in now at 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. I just say I love this because every time Mel Kuyper comes out with a new mock draft, Max just goes crazy because it's all about what the Giants are doing. And it's uh, I care about. Yeah, that's all, that's all you care about. That's okay. all we care about. That's totally fine. We're allowed to do that. But each and every year, this thing gets funner and funner. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance protects small businesses with affordable coverage options. Quote today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. All right, let's go to the no huddle. All right. <laughs> it is time for the no huddle here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 silver unlimited plan, unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. Uh, the Panthers are believed to have the inside track, guys, to land the former no- number one overall pick. That would be Baker Mayfield. Several interested teams, according to Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com. Carolina fan Instagram account, Panthers Way, aggregated a quote reporting the Panthers' interest in Baker and Carolina wideout Robbie Anderson commented on it. He was very into it, right? Yet, yeah, no, he wasn't. He wrote, no, with all the O's. Here's Mike Tannenbaum on what the team is getting if they get him in the former number one overall pick. Baker's done some good things in the league, but you know, to me, like his height and speed deficiencies will continue to put a ceiling on how good he is, but He's played well at points, you know, led his team to the playoffs, and you can't minimize that. So in terms of the veteran players available right now, like he's certainly at the top of that list. But obviously, you know, that conversation can swing dramatically, you know, starting a week from Thursday with what happens in the draft. What do you make of the Panthers as a fit for Baker and of Robbie Anderson's comments on social media, Key? Look, I don't know that there's a big difference between Baker Mayfield and what they already have there in Sam Darnold. So unless they are just taking a flyer on it, I'm I'm not looking to get fired. I'm trying to save my job. I'd rather go ahead and roll with Sam Darnold. In terms of Robbie Anderson, in this league, man, everybody talks to one another. And so I'm sure Jarvis Landry, OBJ, current players on the Cleveland Browns, have spoke to Robbie Anderson about what what they feel about Baker Mayfield is so that's probably why he's saying no. It's crazy, Key. Like that is the major difference though. If you're talking about culture and if Robbie Anderson makes these remarks, 
then you have one of the leaders on your team saying, no, we don't want that because that can affect our culture. We like the way our culture is building and going. We're not saying it provides all the answers right now to where we want to be, but that can derail us, and we don't want that here with us. A man's or a person's reputation mm. is an important thing. you got to make sure that, that, that it's intact, man. Baker's reputation, it maybe isn't so good. Um, 48-year-old T.O., Terrell Owens, who's permanently ruined that name for me. I don't know. Terrell. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, caught a touchdown pass. I mean, you ever meet a Terrell before Terrell Owens? It was always Terrell. Caught, he, anyway, he caught a touchdown pass in the fan-controlled football league. Quarterback Johnny Manziel, speaking of uh, first-round quarterback picks that didn't pan out, threw a 12-yard pass into the end zone, and T.O. registered his first reception of the game for a touchdown. But the Zappers had to settle for a 2012 loss to the should-have-been stars. Key, is it uh, time for a comeback? You getting ready to suit up? Do I do I even need to respond to that man? Come on now, Keith, no. It's up to you. Do you think you can make that catch, Key? <laughs> I'm not. No, I don't want to try to make the catch. No, my plan see, days. I tried to bait ended, you. I tried to my, bait you. My, my plan days ended long time ago. I am not thinking about playing football, especially in the Dave and Buster's looking environment. Hell yes, no. Just want you know your playing days are not over. We have a two on two match against Barton Hahn that we're training for. They're just beginning. Don't well, that's sign. basketball. Yes. That's something totally different. My days in football been over, man. I'm just impressed. I don't I even to, get it. I, 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 I didn't, but I have to warm up before I play wiffle ball in the backyard with my kids. I, I didn't warm up, and it was a mistake. I wonder what T.O. <laughs> doing, <laughs> man. Like, wait, why is he playing? I just don't get it. I don't get that either, but wait, I, I just don't get don't You have get to it. warm up before you play Well, wiffle what ball. happened was, you know, my daughter, you know, the wiffle ball, the wind takes it, whatever. My daughter throws the ball to me. First thing we get out there, right? And it lands at my feet. You know, it comes up short. So I bend down. It took me a minute to get back up. Oh, yeah, it took me a minute to get back up. My trick back. All right. Um, all home teams won in the NBA playoffs on Sunday, but it was split when the playoffs opened on Saturday, guys. The Sixers and Warriors won on their home floor after two road teams won the first two games of the day. The Jazz beat the Mavs in Dallas, seventh-seeded Timberwolves stole home court advantage from the Grizz behind 38 from Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards. Here's head coach Chris Finch talking about his rising star on Best Week Ever on ESPN Radio. He's been doing it all season long for us in lots of ways. Uh, Just now he gets gets to do it in front of a national audience, um, which is fun. It's fun for him. He loves the moment. He has a great sense of timing as a player. He's excited by things. He's fearless. He's He's not worried about any kind of uh, external pressures. Fun to watch, and he's really fun to coach. Jay, you've been on the Grizz as a team that could make the NBA Finals. What did the T-Wolves do to take game one in Memphis? Well, the T-Wolves are the more experienced team, right? It's funny. You would think with the consistency that you have from Memphis throughout the course of the year, even with them going 21-2 and two without John Morant, that they're the more veteran-like team. They're still a young team. I still have Memphis coming out in this whole thing. I thought it was going to be a fight. I thought it would go six or seven. Uh, but you have to give D'Lo, Carl Anthony Towns, the Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, a lot of credit for how they defend and how they execute it down the stretch because they took the physicality of the game to Memphis right off the gate. They did, man. That's a big I – I love the slugfest between two of the most athletic, super young, incredible talents in Ja and Ant Edwards. All right. Last week, Jay, you said the Lakers' job was a bad job. Well, now Lakers legend – and Hall of Fame center Shaquille O'Neal 
has a message for prospective coaching candidates on his The Big Podcast from Turner Sports. If I was frank, as soon as they asked me that, I was like, no, nah, they didn't tell me anything, but they ain't going to have to tell me because I quit this terrible job. Oh, you would have quit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would have quit. I'd been like, I quit. And all the other coaches thinking about coming and take this job, don't waste your time. I'm just trying to tell y'all, man, and, and that that's coming key from one of you. From one of your own, your greats, one of your greatest ever. The politics that are happening upstairs is chaotic. So we sit up there and we criticize Frank Vogel every single day, or we criticize Russell Westbrook, and Frank Vogel sitting there saying, "What what am I supposed to do with this? My personnel has changed. Who's making the decisions here?" And as much as I would like to see that translate on the court, we were a defensively minded team. A couple of years ago, you know who I saw playing in the playoffs? I saw Brandon Ingram playing in the playoffs, right? I, I saw DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I saw, I saw, look, you need two. DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso. Just two. Two guys that should have been on the Lakers team. That should have been key pivotal pieces to where the Lakers would have been with AD, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, LeBron James. You're saying that. That like, should have been the team. Because Ingram and guys like that, they had to get rid of Julius Randle to clear space. Ingram was part of the trade. You're saying those guys are to get. AD, but you didn't have to. You could have also yeah, had. You could have had DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso on the right. team. Right, you could have kept Caruso Which would have been a better DeRozan. fit. Which would way better fit than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it, it's, a, uh, it's a bad job as it is constructed today. With the today, way it sits yes. today. Tomorrow may be something totally different. Um, but nobody's getting ready to turn down the job if they offered it. I mean, I get what the Diesel was saying. Big is correct. It's a bad job, no question about it. But yeah. nobody's turning it down. But here's the nobody's other, turning it down. Part but of the Ty reason Lue turned we say, it down because it didn't allow him to well, get his. Well, Ty Lue turned it down because of the situation. But that's my that's my thing though. If, the situation. If that situation presents itself again, then they're stupid. Well, if they, they actually would be allowed somebody, if, they did that. Yeah, if you allow somebody to build out the staff the way they want it to, yes. But that that that's I don't, it, that I don't think it's you. a bad job. I disagree, and I'll tell you why. I understand why people would say it. Part of the reason it's a bad job, you're the Lakers and you have LeBron, no excuses, shut up. And But there are plenty of excuses, right, because of the way things are set up. But all it takes is Genie to make a decision. And Genie is learning on the job, as most people do. And so today, it could be that way, as Key says, right? But Genie could wake up tomorrow morning or this morning and say, you know what? Linda, Rambus, Kurt Rambus, whatever, people Thank who are you. in my ear. I, I, this is what I have to do. You know, the Ty Lu situation was instructive for me. i got to let the coach choose his own staff. Stuff like that, and that could change just like that. Meantime, yeah, you have LeBron James and the Lakers. Absolutely. That's why today, as we sit here at, at 643, it's a bad job. By the time we get off the air, it might be the best job in the history. You just don't know, right? I mean, that's the reality of it. Um, Ty Lu did decide – to do something different, but they wanted him to pick his staff for him. No coach with that experience like Ty Lue, who has opportunities with all these other teams, wanting him in a year or so, why would I Why would I take that job? Jay, is it a good job? Jay, I'm, I'm interested in hiring you as head coach of the Lakers. No. You Hold on. No. You can choose your own staff. <laughs> no. You can take your own staff? You're not going to take be head coach of the Lakers? No. Man, Jay just why? talking, man. No, no I'm not just talking. This is my first head coaching opportunity? Yeah. Hell no. I'm not taking the Lakers job. Oh, okay. What? Why? Why? Wait my, around, my, then. I, I won't wait around. I'll wait around for a job where I had a higher ceiling. Like, I, let me tell you how some coaches think. And if you're a smart coach, you go into a game like this. If you're a first-year head coach, first-year opportunity, if somebody calls like that, obviously your name garners that interest, first off. 
Yo, but I'm trying to win X amount of games per year so I can keep building towards something. I'm not trying to come into a first-year scenario where my expectation is fix the roster, win a world championship year one. Because know what happens? After 40 games, if I'm not living up to expectations, people like you, Max Kellerman, people like you, Keith, we need to figure it out. We need answers. You're not pushing the right kind of buttons. Whoa. I don't need that kind of pressure in my fair, first year job. I think it's fair if you have that point of view to – sit down with Rob Palenka or Jeannie Buss and be like, okay, what are we doing about the roster? Here are my concerns, X, Y, and Z. But let's say they say, but, but, let's but say but you Max, hear something. Max, you're acting like you can come into the situation and know who's, who's making things move. right. You're not going to figure that out right away. You're no, going to come in here and play chess. No, but you'll know based on, okay. you, you'll know based on your agent and, and dialed into the front office people. You'll know who's pushing the button. Coaches know who's pushing the button. But I got one for you, Jay. I got five year forty seven and a half for you. He added the half at the uh, end. I'll get, I'll get that somewhere else. Oh, okay. You go right ahead, coming from Toledo. You go on right ahead, coaching. Coach, coach Le- Le- wait a minute. I'm not coming from to Toledo. Coach LeBron James on the like. I get what you're saying, but the Lakers, even under Doctor Bus, have oftentimes been chaos, and it looks like it's going to fall, and then they uh, win the okay, championship. I mean, for the guarantee money, that's hard. But I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, but I, it, it was that extra but, half mil. I'm just trying to tell y'all let's not let's let's not act like it's a situation where you go in and you just figure it out automatically. It's going to take you a minute. Nobody, nobody is going to take the job if they don't have no what they need. That's Nobody's not true. Nobody's going to do that. No that's man, not, they're not going to do that in that's the not culture. True. Not in the real coaching world. They're not going to do that you think now. Frank, because you, they, you think Frank Vogel didn't have the answers? No, Frank Vogel won the championship. And then what if happened? Frank Vogel wanted to coach LeBron James and wanted to coach the Lakers, he took the job wanting to do it. He wanted to now, do it. Okay, That's why so he took the let's job. Let's think about this realistically. Will somebody take the job? Of course. You're going to offer me five years, 46 and a half million dollars. You have to think about, I said 47 and a half. 47 and a half. All right, <laughs> well, a four, million. If you want to I'm do taking 46, the job because it's guaranteed. It. I'm and taking I know that I'm million as your advisor. Anyway, here's my advice. Take fired. the job. But it's still a crappy situation to walk into. It's not perfectly fitted i don't know what look i mean first of all forget about the dough for a second of course everyone works for the money to be the head coach of the los angeles lakers when they have lebron james still playing at this level when actually expectations are very low right now because of what we just saw but ad aren't low but ad is due to play his normal 60 games (laughs) instead of 40 and you mean and they had to have just learned their lesson in terms of the surrounding pieces you mean to like action. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The expectations Max, are lower than their lesson. Yeah, man. What do you yeah. mean expectations are lower? Expectations are to win a championship. What are you talking about? Low. I'm trying to remember who the uh, trade rumor was for Westbrook recently. I tried to look it up and I couldn't. Just John Wall. No, there was another one Indiana? out there recently. Indiana, Charlotte. There have been a couple floating around. E- it's about, it's, been, a, it's been a couple of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But it's yeah, going to no, get better, Brogdon. though, Jay. This is not going to stay the same. There man. Are, I, not, Key, I'm with you, Key. I, I get it. I understand. I just don't like the way that these entities work together collectively. Which entities? I'm talking about between Jenny, Linda, Kurt, Rich Paul, LeBron, Rob Palenka. I mean, they a brought him a chip. The Lakers, do you understand how hard? Like, it, no one yes, ever I understand wins how hard it is to win a championship. They won a championship. Yes, I understand how hard it is to win a championship. I won one. I understand. Yes, you On the collegiate level. I haven't won one in the NBA, but I understand how hard it is. And I also understand the same championship coach that you had 20 months ago is now fired. 
and found out by a tweet. Do you think it was largely the coach that won the championship or the fact that they had LeBron James and paired him with Anthony Davis and AD was healthy enough to play in those playoffs? I think it was a combination of a lot of things. I think it was the personnel. I think Alex, Alex Caruso yesterday for the Bulls in the fourth quarter single-handedly made so many plays down the stretch, yeah, he put them in position like to up. win that game. You right? can't let dudes So like that combined with KCP coaching the pieces that they had, the defensive mindset – of how they adjusted those pieces, they played oh, big. Oh, yeah, they completely, yeah, it factors into a championship they completely for them. Yeah, screwed sure. up the personnel, man. I, all they had to do was run it back, maybe dust off one or two other players that's floating around, bring them in, and keep it right rolling. Westbrook is an expiring contract next year. He actually may have value at the trade deadline. I'm just saying, man. Sleep, I'm taking that job all day, every day, all day, and hope Jeannie gets it together a little bit better. All right. I hear you. The NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Jay, I don't know if you heard about it. Tune in tonight as the Sixers host the Raptors, presented by Indeed. What'd you say, Keith? 47 and a half? 47 and a half, man. He added that half mil. He went 47 (laughs) and looked at your face and said, and a half. I might take it. (laughs) Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Let's get back to the Nets Celtics, guys. Here we go. Jalen Brown to the baseline with six. Against Dragic, pass to Smart. Smart dribbles inside the arc to Tatum. Layup's good at the horn. Boston wins it. First thing that came to my mind was how much time they're going to have left. But, you know, that just happened so fast. But we'll take it. They still staying, you know. Even though we know it's a series and move past it. But, you know, it's going to be good to look at the game and see where we can get better. Here is Nets head coach Steve Nash, guys, after the game on the final possession. Listen to this. Yeah, you know, at that point, it's a little bit random. They, they pushed it, and uh, instead of calling a timeout, I thought we took away the first action with uh, Brown. Uh, went to Smart. I thought we were, we were intelligent on that side of the action, but he got in a crack and somehow found Tatum, who, who made an intelligent cut. So, you know, uh, split second here or there, and, and uh, the game goes the other way. I'm not even – that last defensive possession, like, I'm, I'm not even there yet. Like, I'm going back to the offensive possession beforehand. Kyrie in the ISO. First off, why aren't you running more high pick and rolls with KD and Kyrie? If they're going to switch, you get the matchup you want with Jason Tatum. You have been doing that most of the game. That's number one. Number two, when you see the blitz coming from Al Horford, even though Kyrie got around him, if you're seeing your team not move without the ball, KD's standing there at the top of the corner with his hand up, you have two timeouts. Burn one. Burn one. There were so many coaching miscues down the stretch. And, guys, I've been huge on this key. I've been talking about this the whole year leading up to the playoffs. Other coaches look at Steve Nash, and they really question his in-game adjustments. I like his staff, but when it comes down to it, you need a coach that can say, hey, that doesn't look right. Timeout. Timeout. Let me get the ball in an isolated scenario where it could be KD and Kyrie because at the end of the day, that's a matchup nightmare. That's a matchup nightmare. And I just feel like he missed the, he missed the ball on that one. Two timeouts, you got to call one. I mean, Key, to me, it looked at the end of that game like, on the one hand, you had a team, everyone, everything we thought going in, a team who can react without thinking because it's in their muscle memory, who know each other, who share the ball, who move the ball. And on the other hand, we had the Nets who are driven by two super-duper stars, and their winning or losing depends just on their play. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, and, and Kevin didn't have a great game by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, I, I see it different in, in game two. I think he 
comes to the party in game two after he self-evaluates and realizes that things didn't go particularly the way that he anticipated them to go. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well. He didn't play defense particularly well. Who knows why that was the case, but I think in game two, it'll be a little different for him. I mean, KD, fourth quarter, five points, two of five shooting, one of three from the three-point line. Just think about how far, and Jay, you were make, you, you've been talking about this. What would Marcus Smart have done two or three years ago on that play? Oh, he would have shot that ball. What would Jason Tatum have done even a year or two ago, right? Like, th- this is a maturing, young, talented team that plays together versus a team of two super-duper stars. I think, I think it's fair to say this, and I'm, I'm in this battle with KD being the best offensive player in the world. I feel like he got a little bit exposed. I oh, mean, defensively. Oh, I mean, Jason Tatum was attacking him. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We got David Kaplan coming up to get into the Bulls. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.